I think a lot about missed opportunities. I think when you're hobbled by something emotionally, physically, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, as time goes on and you miss the things you wanted to do, the angrier or guiltier you get about missing them. But as I get older, I'm forced to reconcile that, you know. Today is my 36th birthday. Uh, You know, the wants... Uh, perhaps endearing character flaws of a 20-something, early 30-something-year-old guy now become just uh, undesirable defects, you know. And they they lose their sheer, their uh, sheen, you know. It it used to be cute to be uh, emotionally uh, impotent with, you know, the issues that you're dealing with. Um, And now I see what the cost is of not being able to reconcile the problems that you're facing in relationship to the people around you. Life goes on for them. People develop their own realities. And that is the plight of your 30s. That is, ouch, my 30s, where, you know, from high school into college into your 20s, you know, you have this installed network of people who by virtue of the fact they have nothing else going on, can care about you. But as people partner off, as people launch businesses, get married, have kids, get sick, die, no one else has time for you. And that really is the beauty of your 30s. It is the time to reinvent yourself. And frankly, that's what I can see this as. I'm alone on my 36th birthday right now. And I am not sad. I'm a little disappointed. It'd be fun to be with a good group of people having a good evening, but I'm not I'm not sad about it. And there was a time in my life where I would have been sad, and I have been sad about being lonely on my birthdays, which I've been lonely on many of my birthdays. Uh but I I think the wisdom that I've accrued up until this point is simply to say that okay. Course adjustment. Where do you want to be? What's it going to take? Because guess what? All the boys, all the girls, that's what I was really thinking about. I'm a single guy. And were I in a relationship or married, I would be a very monogamous individual. But I haven't been because I've never stayed in one place. I've never committed to anything. Uh, But those girls that I have cared for have moved on into um, consistent relationships, you know, whether it was, you know, a Milwaukee tall or my, uh, a girl whom I cared about very much. I understand why they've gone the direction that they have. You know, they're not trying to be touring comedians in their mid-30s. So, you know, that's a tough sell. And that's not why those situations didn't work out necessarily. But, um, you know, I I just think about these very important women in my life. And, you know, on Facebook, it's like, hey, having another kid, you know, with with their boy, their husband, or... Sitting around in a park smiling, you know, that's a, that's a tough thing to see 
that's a tough thing to see uh, at 36 when you're <laughs> alone on your birthday. It's not a bad thing, but it is tough because there is there is no guarantee for continuing on the path that you have set out on, you know? It's like, look, in my mind, I have a pretty good idea that I'll be okay professionally and creatively and personally, but the spot I'm in right now is dark, you know? I don't have my crew anymore because the crew, as I've said and I've been trying to say, have gone in different directions. And it's not an abandonment, but it's like even the best of friends, if they get married, well, you're no longer the priority. Um, not that, you know, I never ever was the, the priority, but perhaps, you know, I don't know. I think guys have a particularly tough time transitioning into their 30s. And I'm sure women do as well, but it, but it is different for uh, for men. But as I said before, I'm also very excited because I've been I have been doing a lot of work. I've been doing the work on myself. I've been doing the work. Um you know, the mind-body relationship, you know, I've been in chronic pain for like 6 years, but hey, guess what? I've also been in fucking mental pain for 6 years. Longer than that, but you know, quite particularly uh the past 5 or 6 years. And trying to run from that I realize it's not the solution. And the more I sit still and look at it and deal with it, the better things do become, or, the, or at least the more the constrictions release and allow me to move in a direction that is uh, beneficial to me. I don't know. I, I, I'm a romantic. You know, I was watching a documentary on Lord Byron, you know, sort of the, uh, the 17th century, 16th century... Uh, rock on tour poet. He banged his uh, sister or something, and was just like a fuck. He was just a he was a European poet fuck. He just like fucked boys and fucked his sister, and he just fucked. He was a fucker. Uh, I I empathize with that in some ways. Not uh, boy, not fucking boys and fucking your sister, but just. Being a uh, uh, attention-seeking uh, lover, I empathize with. A, a brooding uh, lover, you know. And again, that's cute in your 20s, but in your 30s, girls are kind of looking at you like, hey, look, like, that's cool and all, but, like, these eggs are going to disintegrate. So, like, are you trying to impregnate me or not? And again, I'm not being condescending. It's like, I, I get it. Now I get it. I, I, the wisdom I have now is much too late, but that of course is the nature of existence. You know, what fun would life be? What good would life be if I have the wisdom of a sardonic 36 year old at 22? I'd be a fuck. I'd be Hitler. I'd be so damn good. Oh God. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah, I'd be far too charming. If I was as smart as I am now and as healthy as I was at 22, forget it. You'd be living in a fucking totalitarian society. <laughs> Dark, I know. I've been doing a joke where I open with, putting aside all the negative things, what is your favorite thing about Adolf Hitler? And in Nashville, 
Without pause, the audience immediately has answers. And the joke, of course, is that there's not supposed to be anything good about Hitler. I quip something about the outfits and like that half salute they do to other Nazi officials, but uh, in, in, in Nashville, people are just like, well, you know, there is the uh, the mustache I, th- I think is underrated. The eagle's nest base he had is pretty cool. The Hugo Boss is like, everyone had answers. I was like, God. Well, there is literally a street called Fatherland Road in East Nashville. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. I don't know how I got here. I literally chose the dumbest place to fucking come. And there are a handful of really good comics here. But other than that, this city is fucking retarded. Uh, and I'll be leaving soon. But anyhow. Unschluben! Yeah. So, I don't know. 36. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I think I'm just going to watch Miami Vice and uh, hope more, I think. I mean, I'm depressed, obviously, and I'm very sad, but I'm not. But I, but, but it's, it's, it, it's becoming something else. It's, it's, it's like, hey, kiddo. All right, it's not going to go exactly the way you thought, but there's something you can do with this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, if you're also 36 and you're single and you're still chasing a dream, but also battling reality at the same time, which I never thought I'd have to do. I would have to do. Uh, hey, look, I don't blame you if you try to find a little comfort. I was going to say, hey, I was going to say, hey, keep you keep fighting, you know, follow your dreams. Look, to quote George Papard in a Breakfast at Tiffany's, life's a fact. That's all I remember from that quote, but that part stands out to me shit happens would i've liked to have been a nationally known touring comedian by this point sure you know did i expect chronic anxiety and pain to hobble me to the degree that it has no i did not um but it has certainly taught me the appreciation of of people and good things I used to not value those things. Or I was flippant, flippant with them. I mean, four years ago, I was riding a bike around an upstate New York small town, like just getting blowjobs. That was my life. There were beautiful, beautiful, very nice, kind women who would come over, fix me a drink, and then just suck my cock in the middle of their living room. And then we'd drink, and then I'd leave. And I'm not saying that in a braggadocious way. I'm just saying COVID changed things, man. And I go, but like, we now live in a different reality. The malaise, the depression, the stress and anxiety, the fear, 
people clamoring towards people they perhaps wouldn't have in the past marrying people having kids with people i it, it does bother me it bothers me like that there are people that i really cared about who are just like i'm done i'm just gonna like just marry this accountant fine whatever uh you know if we didn't have this bullshit i think the fun could have continued but now we're living in the 70s metaphorically where this is like a deep malaise and everyone's sad I like that. Basically, what I'm saying is like, I'm mad. I can't ride a bike and get blowjobs in the afternoon anymore. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. It was great. I had a, I was great. But if 36 year old me could transport to 32 year old me, I'd say, hey, uh, look, this girl's like pretty good. Like, you should maybe like indulge this further and like not just be so emotionally avoidant. And like see where this can go, see where this can go. But that is learning, and I'll tell you what: if a girl's heart and my heart ever align again, and I'm doing the stuff that I want to do that makes me happy, and she's doing the stuff that she loves doing, I will be that woman's knight. That sounded so gay. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, hey, listen, kids. Daddy's getting older, and Daddy's getting wistful. He's thinking about the future. He's thinking about the past. And uh, look, we all do. I'm just speaking to the people who are having trouble navigating the, uh, the path forward. So. We had fun. We had a real good time. We, we all did. But now people are scared and they're behaving accordingly. And it's a little less fun. So, you know what? Look. If you find someone who just makes you smile and laugh and it's just fucking good, do it, man. Do it, dudette. Fucking just don't be afraid. But... If you're with someone and you're just afraid of being alone, talking into a fucking selfie stick podcast thing alone in a goddamn city you hate being in, don't get married just because. Don't like get a girl pregnant just because. Keep fighting. And just keep focusing on yourself. That's what I've been trying to do. And it's not glamorous, but I can tell that things are changing. Maybe you guys can tell me if things are changing because I will never listen to any of these episodes ever again. But if you watched my first couple, listen to my first couple episodes and listen to this one, I would be curious to see if there's a difference because uh, I'm not interested in examining that because it's just too much. Anyway, uh, hey, I'm 36. I'm an adult. Daddy is... Uh, that's who I am now. I'm daddy. I'm not a scared boy anymore. Afraid of himself, afraid of his ambitions. You're listening to Duval, the Commodore, Culpepper. I know what I want. I know what I got to do to fix it, so. I hope you do, too. I love you. I do. <laughs>